Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. If you tuned into last week's Movie Magic, you must have heard me say that Shirley Bassey was the only singer to sing more than one James Bond theme song. Today on Movie Magic, we're going to explore the music featured in the Bond movies, the history of the song, who wrote them, the impact it had on the film, the charts, and much more. Let's start with the James Bond theme. Now, credit has been given to John Barry as a composer, but did he really compose it? We'll get to that as we bookend the show next week, or maybe the week after. It all depends if I can talk about every song in the next 20 minutes or so, but I have a strong feeling there might be a part two, or three. The first big screen James Bond movie, Dr. No, had no theme song. It started with the James Bond theme that we all know so well. It was only from the second James Bond movie, From Russia With Love, that they start having a theme song for every movie by different artists. From Russia With Love is also the first series film with John Barry as the primary soundtrack composer. The theme song was composed by Lionel Bart. He's a British composer and he did the musical Oliver. Lionel Bart was unable to read or write music, but he offered to compose the music and lyrics for the title song to the film From Russia With Love, and it was sung by Matt Monroe. But it wasn't in the opening credits. The opening credits had the instrumental version. Matt Monroe's vocal version could be heard during the movie from the transistor radio and as well as at the end credits. The third James Bond theme song was for Goldfinger. It was composed by John Barry and lyrics by Leslie Brickus and Anthony Newley. The song was performed by Shirley Bassey. It was featured at the opening and closing title sequences. The single release of the song gave Shirley Bassey her only Billboard Hot 100 Top 40 hit, peaking in the top 10 at number 8 and number 2 for four weeks on the adult contemporary charts. The mono version, which was released on vinyl, sold more than a million copies in the US and it also reached number 1 in Japan. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. After Goldfinger, the next James Bond movie was Thunderball. The original main title theme to Thunderball was actually titled Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was written by John Barry and Leslie Briscus. The title was taken from an Italian journalist who in 1962 dubbed Agent 007 as Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Barry had thought he would write a song describing the character James Bond. The song was originally recorded by Shirley Bassey, but there were concerns with the length of the track compared to the needed titles. It was later recorded by Dionne Warwick as Shirley Bassey was not available 
and featured a longer instrumental opening designed so the lyrics would not be heard until the title Thunderball appeared. The song was removed from the title credits after United Artists um, requested that the theme song contain the film's title in the lyrics. When it was planned to use Dionne Warwick's version, you know, in the end titles, Shirley Bassey sued the producers. So the producers took it off entirely, and both versions were not heard in the film. Country musician Johnny Cash also submitted a song to Eon Productions titled Thunderball, but it wasn't used because the lyrics of Johnny Cash's Thunderball describe the film's story and who wants to know the story even before the movie starts, yes? So John Barry teamed up with Don Black, and he wrote the lyrics to Thunderball in a rush. Well, you can actually tell it was written in a rush. Tom Jones, who sang the theme song, fainted in the recording booth after singing the song's final high note. And this is what Tom Jones said of the final note. I closed my eyes and I held the note for so long when I opened my eyes, the room was spinning. Unquote. Oh, I could just imagine everyone rushing to aid Tom Jones when he fainted while the orchestra kept on playing in the background. Hi, I'm Colin Gomez, and you're listening to What's Behind the Theme Songs of Every James Bond Movie That Was Ever Made Right Here on Movie Magic. The next James Bond theme song is one of the best. It's one of my favorites, too. You Only Live Twice was performed by Nancy Sinatra. Like the one before this, the music was written by veteran Bond film composer John Barry, with lyrics by, guess who, Leslie Brisket. Now, if you listen carefully you'd hear a simple two-bar theme in the high octaves of the violins and lush harmonies from French horns. And although it's simple, it's mysterious and striking. I'm not the only one that loves this song. Many artists and song producers love it too. It has been covered by Coldplay, Soft Cell, Bjork, Little Anthony and the Imperials, and even veteran Bond singer Shirley Bassey covered it too. I love to play the song when I'm driving as it makes it a smooth ride. It was also sampled in Robbie Williams' hit song, Millennium. And in his music video, Robbie Williams dresses up in a tux and drives the Austin Martin. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. For the movie On Her Majesty's Secret Service, John Barry felt it could be difficult to compose a theme song containing the title on Her Majesty's Secret Service, unless it was written like an opera. Again, Leslie Briskets had been considered writing the lyrics for the title song, but director Peter R. Hunt allowed an instrumental opening title theme in the tradition of the first two Bond films. And so it was just an instrumental, which actually worked pretty well. It gives the theme a mysterious feel, especially when the horn section comes in. And although Her Majesty's Secret Service did not have an opening theme song that was sung, during the movie, however, you'd hear a song written by John Barry with lyrics by Hal David and Bert Bacharach. And Louis Armstrong sang the song, We Have All the Time in the World, which may have been mistaken as an opening theme song for the movie, as it's the first track on the soundtrack of 
Her Majesty's Secret Service. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Although Shirley Bassey did do a cover of the Bond movie You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever was her second after Goldfinger. The song was also recorded in Italian by Shirley Bassey as Vivo di Diamanti, and this was for the Italian version's end credits. If you're a Beatles fan, you'd know that George Martin produced a lot of songs for the Beatles. The soundtrack of Live and Let Die was scored by George Martin. The title song was written by ex-Beatle Paul and with his late wife Linda McCartney and performed by Paul McCartney and Wings. It was the first Bond film score not to involve John Barry and that was because he was busy working on a musical. However, Paul McCartney nearly didn't get to sing the song. You see, Paul Saltzman, the producer of the movie, wanted a female soul singer and had suggested Thelma Houston. Now, she gave us Don't Leave Me This Way. But George Martin insisted that it should be Paul McCartney. Well, that paid off, as the song Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings, as well as the soundtrack by George Martin, has a long shelf life. I've been to two Paul McCartney concerts, and when he performs Live and Let Die, it is accompanied by pyrotechnics on stage. The next Bond song from the movie, The Man with the Golden Gun, is not one of my favorites. It has a promising opening for the movie, but I didn't quite like it when the lyrics came on. The music was composed by John Barry, returning to the series after, you know, the one film absence of Live and Let Die. The lyrics to the song were written by Don Black. Now, Alice Cooper claims his song, Man with a Golden Gun, was to be used by the film's producers until it was dropped for Lulu's song instead. Alice Cooper's song appears on his album, Muscle of Love. Well, I didn't like his version either. The first James Bond theme song that was titled differently from the name of the film since Dr. No was The Spy Who Loved Me. Although the phrase, the spy who loved me, is somewhere in the song, if you listen carefully. This power ballad was composed by Marvin Hamlish, with lyrics by Carol Bayer Saker. It is a lust-drunk anthem about James Bond's sexuality. Marvin Hamlish said that the decision to ask Carly Simon to perform the song was made after Carol Bayer Sager remarked that the lyrics sounded incredibly vain. And that was referencing Carly Simon's 1972 song, You're So Vain. Nobody Does It Better became a major worldwide hit, spending three weeks at number two on the U.S. Billboard Top 100, but was kept out of the top spot by Debbie Boone's You Light Up My Life. When Carly Simon released her greatest hit compilation in 1999, it was titled The Very Best of Carly Simon, Nobody Does It Better. You know, in most James Bond opening sequences, there are silhouettes of girls and some of them are naked but tastefully hidden by shadows and coloured lighting. The song for Your Eyes Only, written by Bill Conti and Mike Leeson and performed by Scottish singer Sheena Easton, is the first James Bond song that was featured in the opening title with the singer in it. You see, Sheena Easton was an up-and-coming artist at that time and it was her looks that got her into the opening title sequence. 
Even Roger Moore said that she looked sexier than the other girls, although um, she said that the filming process was very unglamorous. You see, she was attached to a chair, so she would be immobile uh, during a take where the camera zooms in on her lips. Sheena Easton nearly didn't get to sing the song, though. The songwriters actually wanted Donna Summer or Dusty Springfield, but the producers at United Artists insisted on the newcomer, Sheena Easton. John Barry wasn't involved in the soundtrack of For Your Eyes Only because of tax problems, but he did return for Octopussy. He wanted to work with Don Black again, but he was busy with the musical Merlin, so John Barry turned to Tim Rice. Now, Tim Rice is known for writing the lyrics to Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals like Jesus Christ Superstar, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, Evita, and so on. So together, John Barry and Tim Rice worked on a song titled All Time High, and the person they wanted to sing the song was a Scottish-English jazz and pop singer, Marie Wilson. However, you know, the producers decided against it as she wasn't quite known in the U.S. So in January 1983, the producer of Octopussy, Chubby Broccoli, wanted Laura Branigan to sing it. Both John Barry and Tim Rice were happy by the decision, but in March that year, it was revealed that Rita Coolidge would sing it. In the music video, you'll see her singing this song against the backdrop of the Taj Mahal because some of the scenes of Octopussy were filmed in India. Well, thank goodness the theme song wasn't named Octopussy, because it would have been quite difficult to sing to that. I'm Colin Gomez, and looks like we'll have to continue this next week. So stay tuned next week as we peel open, like an onion skin, to reveal what's behind each and every James Bond theme song, right here on Movie Magic, Money FM. 89.3